Hello and welcome to Rock and Talk with Dak, your podcast for any and all things music. Each week we're talking about something in the world of music, bands, albums, artwork, news, and reviews. Be sure to subscribe to the feed on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. You can check out Instagram for Song of the Day. Head on over to Twitter to give feedback or just to say hi. I'm Dak, your host. Let's dive into today's episode. First off, happy Memorial Day. I hope you all have been enjoying the extended weekend. Whether you've been with friends, family, or in isolation like myself, I hope you're having a good time. Second, because it is Memorial Day, today I'm going to talk about a few musicians who actually started out in the military. Won't be too terribly long or go too in-depth, it's just a small way to show my appreciation. But be aware, I did add an individual that has not passed away, but I thought to myself that he's too interesting of a person to exclude. Anyway, here we go. I think most everyone knows that Elvis Presley was drafted into the Army um, and served between 58 and 1960, but by that point he had already launched his music career two years earlier with his self-titled debut. I mean, who can forget that pink and green typeface? He was the biggest name in entertainment by the time he was drafted. Um, So much so, he actually declined offers to perform for the troops and instead focused on traditional service and was stationed in West Germany as a tanker. So... With Elvis out of the way, I think he's probably one of the most famous musician, military personnel. Uh, Here's a few other entertainers that also served in the military. First up is Jimi Hendrix. I mean, can you see him in the military? No? Well, neither did the military. At age 19, Hendrix had been caught riding in stolen cars a couple of times, and the authorities wound up giving him a choice of either prison or military service. He chose the latter and enlisted in May of 1961. And he was assigned to a really actually rather special and storied division in the military called the 101st Airborne. And he actually trained as a paratrooper. Hendricks had really tough time adapting to the military life, however, as his true passion was music. And lots of his fellow peers would catch him strumming along at random times. Kind of sounds like me. He eventually asked his father to mail him his red silver-toned Dan Electro guitar, and from the moment that he received it to the moment that he was discharged, he was obsessed with playing it. So much to the point that he began to neglect his duties, and was actually abused by fellow trainees. In the following year, his supervisors took note of the lack of interest that Hendricks had in performing the duties of a soldier, and wound up giving him an honorable discharge. They figured that... The best thing for the military was actually to get rid of him. Now, over the next eight years, Hendricks would go on to have a brief yet flourishing and hugely influential career, and the rest, as they say, is history. Next on the list is a jazz genius. Of course, I'm talking about John Coltrane, the one and only. Before joining the Navy, Coltrane had been practicing saxophone, clarinet, and alto horn during his time with local community bands in his home, Philadelphia. On August 6, 1945, the same day that the United States bombed Hiroshima, Coltrane enlisted in the Navy, so he could actually avoid being drafted into the Army. And he was sent to Pearl Harbor after training, but during this time, with the war being over, the Navy was already downsizing, and he wasn't sure what was going to happen. Thankfully, his musical talents were recognized, and he actually wound up joining the Navy base's own band. They were called the Melody Masters. He soon gained a leadership role within the band, during which brief time he actually had his first recordings. 
Of course, Coltrane would go on to make waves in the world of jazz, and his influence lives on today. Finally on my list is someone who, while isn't a musician in the traditional sense of the show, does owe a large part of his successful career to music. He's an actor, writer, director, and composer of some well-known comedies. I'm talking Mel Brooks. Yep, he also served in the military. Actually, all the way back to World War II, in fact. He enlisted in 1944 after scoring really high on an Army classification test. And because he did so good, he was sent to the Virginia Military Institute, or VMI, where Brooks said, quote, They taught me a code of honor, a code of behavior. I'm very grateful to have been at VMI. When he was deployed, he served as a corporal of the 1104 Engineer Combat Battalion, which diffused landmines for the Allies as they advanced into Nazi Germany. Once the war was over, though, he actually helped organize shows for captured forces. Mel Brooks has gone on to have an amazing career as a comedian and as a director, giving us films like Blazing Saddles, Spaceballs, and yes, the best worst stage musical within a film, The Producers. So there's a few entertainers that started out in the military, though it was shorter, I hope you enjoyed the episode. On this Memorial Day 2020, this is just my small token of appreciation to all of those who have not only served in the military, but have also gone on to give us some amazing music and films. Now, I hope you all go enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend. So thank you for joining me this week on Rock and Talk with Dak. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify so you never miss a beat. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, spread the word or tell a friend. It all helps. As usual, this presentation is made possible by listeners like you every week, so thank you for the support. And be sure to tune in Friday. And remember, a man grows most tired while standing still. See you next time. Bye.